Hi, I'm Quentin D'Souza, and you're listening to Get Real Wealthy. Create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing. Make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. In this episode, we have a member who's looking to quit her profession and move into real estate investing full-time. We explore flipping and discuss other strategies as she wants to get started. Have a listen. All right, so um, I just uh, wanted to uh, chat with you. Usually, um, this is an opportunity for for me to uh, get to know different uh, members, uh, new members, and, um, you know, a little bit about you, and hopefully I can help you on your real estate journey. Uh, Maybe, um, you know, just to get started, tell me a little bit about yourself and your journey so far in real estate investing. So a little bit about myself. So I am actually a secondary teacher, an educator like yourself, Um, and I've been teaching for about 12 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always had a passion for interior design and I've always been more kind of business minded, something that I get from my dad. And he's always believed in real estate and kind of taught me some important foundations about, you know, m- making some money in real estate. And uh, lately I've just felt like it's uh, time to turn a new chapter and perhaps start a new career in real estate investing and maybe even interior design at the same time. Um, But I have owned a condo. We now live in a house. But in terms of investing as a business, this is completely brand new to me. I've been uh, studying for the last four months, just everything under the sun that I can get a hand that I can get a hold on. Uh, in terms of real estate, and I've uh, I signed up obviously with uh, Education REI about a couple weeks ago, and I'm starting to do the courses there. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I think I I'm trying to figure out, you know, how to move forward um, when and if I can leave teaching, using what strategy, um, how can I replace my income, what's best for my family. You know, I have a lot of kind of questions in my mind and I'm just trying to learn everything so I can have a plan before I take any action. Okay. All right. I've got a a better idea. Now you said that you owned a condo and now you own a house in Toronto. Do you have uh, any equity in, in your primary residence? I do. I do. And we're increasing our uh, line of credit mm-hmm. so that we can use it towards invest, uh, purchasing uh, an investment property. I also bought a small condo or like a small studio in Calgary. Um, it was like zero money down, basically. So taking a little risk there, but uh, pretty much uh, all the money that I have to use in investing would come from our house and we have a little bit of savings. Okay. All right. So you've got uh, your equity and how much do you have available from your home, your line of credit? Is it like a hundred thousand, 200,000, 500,000? I think it'll end up, we're still doing the financing, but I think somewhere in the neighborhood about two, two fifty, maybe. 
250k okay and then you said you had some savings right yeah okay all right so a couple of things that i want you to kind of keep in mind strategy is really important but it's also important to figure out like timelines um so what kind of timeline are we working with like are we working with like a five-year timeline are we working with like a a 10-year timeline what are you looking like um you're like what's the timeline that um, you want to leave teaching uh ideally in the next few years to be honest um i i would like to be investing full time so yeah so two three years if possible yeah everything is possible it's it's always dependent on your commitment to be able to do uh, anything right um and there there are lots of great strategies some strategies require you to to be more active and other ones are more passive so for example like if you were looking at um, buy and hold investing or like burr investing you're you're going to look at buying properties that um, make sense from a cash flow perspective so they're cash flow positive and um, they also um, you know um, generate some appreciation either on the buy or on the refinance or on the hold so um, you know and that could take you like a so some so let's say you bought a property required some work you you know maybe you added a basement suite or you, you bought it well you refinance it and then you hold it I mean the process still takes it could take from from one month to like a year and um, you know it takes time to build up those properties so and especially doing it the first time it, it'll probably take you a little bit longer to do um, if you're if you you know work on flipping properties then it can um you know the the timeline is shorter but it requires more work it's a, a much more mm -hmm. hands-on process to be able to do so mm -hmm. you have to you have to really keep that in mind when you're you know you're doing that strategy um mm -hmm. that requires you to either find properties uh, off market or work with wholesalers, um, you know, in order to do that. Um, the other thing, I mean, you could also generate leads and and wholesale properties, which which is kind of cash now. So um, mm -hmm. they're they're all different types of strategies. There's like rent to own is a strategy that you can use that that helps you to create income, um, and you can spread it out over more properties depending on the amount of funds that you have available and, and where you're buying those properties. So every every strategy has like a, a pro and con, and you you have to um evaluate you know for yourself what it is that you want to do um and you know the the best thing to to do is um you know when we have we have uh two calls uh, um, our next one is actually on monday and they're usually on mondays but if you can get on those calls and talk to other people who are doing the strategies that you're interested in so usually i'll mention you know okay who's doing flipping who's you know who's doing rent to owns who's and then it's an opportunity for you to connect with those people um and uh you know go into a small group or at least talk to them and, and get a, an idea of, of what they're doing um do you mm -hmm. have an idea of, of strategy like well, where you want to what strategy you're going to focus on I was looking into flipping, but it's 
so hard as a novice kind of investor to understand with all these multiple offers, I'm really trying to understand the market and region and prices by property type, but it's very difficult to kind of narrow it down. And if the margins are so thin, like if we're talking about 20, 30 grand that you make from a flip and I'm new and I might make a mistake, you know, I feel nervous about flipping. So if I burr, it gives like I could go, I was thinking of buy a house with the intention of flipping. And if it doesn't work, then keep it as a burr, as an exit strategy. Yeah, that's but great. Then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a great uh, way to have multiple exit strategies and, and that I encourage you to continue to do that. But the thing about flipping that you don't see on television and people don't really tell you is that most of those properties aren't bought on the MLS. Um, in order mm-hmm. to do to be successful at, at a flip, you need to actually buy the property with some equity in it or solve a problem. And you can't be buying it with 20 other offers and then try to flip the property. Yeah. It just it doesn't work like that. Um, yeah. Although, you know, and I, I don't think that's communicated enough out there for people, but it's definitely something that you're, you're not going to be able to do just off the MLS. Now, you might get the occasional one. And I've I've done that before. I I. I I mean, when I quit my my job, I had enough re, uh, passive income coming from my my rental portfolio to cover my my teaching income, and then I, mm. I flipped twelve properties in a year, um, you know, one after wow. the other, and you know, created income. Some I generated like over like uh, seven figures in in that year, but. Um, I, I recycled those funds into longer term projects. And, and even today, I wish I held on to actually all of those properties, but, <laughs> but you know, yeah, I, of course. but I, but I used the funds uh, efficiently and I was able to get into more projects and, and do more with it. But I, I think like, um, what you, what I'm going to give you a couple suggestions. Um, first off is in the, the, um, the vault area. Look at the course on negotiating with private sellers and uh, and also the off market deals. Like I'm I'm working on a master course. I want you to look at those courses. Also, there's um, uh, like a mini course on wholesaling uh, because if you're going to go into flipping, you have to you have to have um, an unfair advantage. And uh, you know in 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 stock trading, they call it insider trading. Right. But in in real estate, insider trading is legal. <laughs> you, you know, you just have to know know your numbers more than everybody else. Um, and uh, and that takes time to develop. Um, one thing you can do is have you ever seen those we buy houses signs? Yeah. Yeah. I want you to call some of those signs and talk to the person who had had posted the signs and get on their buyers list. So they're, they're just, you know, they're looking to most likely uh, assign some of those deals. And those are the opportunities for potential flips. Um, That's Mm -hmm. where you're going to make more money than if you're going to try to compete with 50 other offers on a property. It's just not going to work. So Mm -hmm. one one of the things you should be doing is every time you see those signs, call, get your name on the list. And if you can, 
try to visit a project that that investor has if they're willing to to have you out and take a look at the project and the numbers and see how those numbers work because i think those are the numbers that when you look at work as opposed to the thin deals that you're talking about off of the mm-hmm. ml all right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so, that's great yeah so start with that that's a like and you can like you can do that off of the signs you drive by in the areas that you're interested in. You can look online and get on buyers lists. There's lots of um, there's lots of wholesalers who are at um, like that'll be at the the meeting and on the call, so you can connect with them there, and that's that's where you're going to find the opportunity. And the next thing I would suggest you do is find somebody who's already done uh, flips already and try to partner with them on it. That way you can see the the ins and outs of how the process works, what they do. Even if you're like a money partner and lend them money for, you know, three months or six months. But as a condition, you, you know, you say, look, you know, I'm, I'm happy to lend you the funds for this project at, at whatever interest rate. But I want to be able to come into the and watch like and go through the, the numbers with you on the project. Something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you you can create a win for the person who's using the funds and, and you get to learn the process. And, you know, um, and I think that's a much more effective way of learning than, you know, reading a book or watching videos, like getting like you got to be right in there and, and getting things done. Yeah. And like a lot of people think that real estate is about bricks and mortar it it really isn't it's it's really about the relationships that you build with people and um mm-hmm. you know if you can create good relationships people trust you then they're uh, and they they know you then they're more likely to be able to to pass a deal to you or or help you when you need help right right yes you're absolutely right on the point of uh like partnering with somebody who flips i'm working with a realtor in the durham region who is an investor and works only with investors. So I'm kind of on the right track there, but of course his main focus is like um, being a realtor. Right. So yeah, yeah, like I think like I'm learning from him, but I have to understand the dynamic there and his priorities and my priorities too. So um, I, I think I'm on the right track, but I'm not sure if I have to probably reach out to somebody or learn with somebody who's flipping in another way. Yeah. And you have to, and I like, so I'm not a realtor. I'm not a mortgage broker. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a full-time investor and have been since 2014. And um, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell it straight up. If, if that person is a realtor and is trying to sell you a deal off the MLS to flip, I don't know if you're really going to make any money at all. Uh, you know, every time that I've seen that happen and I don't know who this person is and I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. I, right. I, but I think that, you know, the, just in my opinion is that like, if you're buying something off the, the MLS in, in the market condition that we're in right now, it doesn't matter what it is. If, if people have an opportunity to get in there and you have multiple offers, I don't know how you're going to flip it and make money. Um, well, let me just ask you a quick question. He's sure. not suggesting we buy off MLS. He right. thinks, he says, you know, wholesalers and he sends me kind of stuff or he's suggested that I sign up with wholesalers and their listing. Oh, great. But he says, yeah, but 
ultimately these listings also have multiple offers and sell, I don't know, like a hundred thousand dollars beyond. And this is really the question. And I, this is from my inexperience. He is taking a cut um, for bringing me to that property. Is that common practice? Well, he's going to take a, like, if he's going to show you and help you to a deal, it's common practice for somebody to get paid. Um, but if but you're mean on a wholesale listing. Yeah. Well, usually what they'll do is they'll just attach their commission onto the listing itself. So okay. let's say like the wholesaler has it for 500,000, like the realtor would add their commission onto it for 530. And then that's what you would buy it for. Okay. Okay. Right. So that's normal. Yeah. Okay. It's not, I mean, there's nothing normal. Like you could, you, if you had those, if you had those uh, relationships already, you could go directly to the wholesaler. The challenge you're going to find is that you don't have the, um, you know, the experience on that side. And and that's what you're, you're real, you're paying your realtor to do in this case, right. Is to, to, to leverage their experience, but you can get that experience. It just takes time. And you, you know, you, you can get involved in other people's deals and, and help you to do that. That's great that that realtor is giving you that. Um, that's, I have to say, that's really unusual that to, to have a realtor do that. So that's really good. Um, yeah, I you know there's nothing, there's no mistrust, but because I'm new and, you know, I'm just so used to seeing like a buyer's purchase agreement between a realtor and a seller or a buyer, like I am not used to wholesaling. So I just wanted to know from a trusted source that this is normal for him to take like 2% or something like that to bring me to the wholesale property. So that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, like real, that's how they, that's how they eat. Right. So, um, yeah. and, and so that that's how they get their income. And, and it, I, I think that that's a fair way of doing it. And, uh, um, but if you were on those lists yourself, then you would be getting it directly. The challenge is, is that you can't then go and ask them to help you work on the deal really. Right. You, you right. may get a, a realtor that does that. Who's like a, maybe a part-time realtor or something like that, but um, you, you, you won't get the type of help that you really need when you're, you know, when you get stuck on something. So, um, yeah, so I, I think that that's a good, good thing that you're able to to make those, that, that type of connection and you're getting in there. But I think if you want to really do this, um, get on those wholesale lists yourself, talk to the, um, the wholesalers, see if you can do some sort of partnership on somebody who's successfully doing a, a flip project, um, even if it's lending money with that, that condition of, of being there and, and going through the project, I think that'll help you. There's only so much you can read in books and, and watch videos on. Really, it's about running the numbers and getting involved with a, a few people that, that um, you know, and you can, that, that are doing it and you can meet those people on those on the calls so just make sure that you're on the calls at the meeting and if you if you're if you like uh, if you want to me to point out somebody who's doing a particular strategy or I, I've I've often connected people together so um, that's something I'm, I'm happy to do too for for members to you know if you're if you're looking for a particular strategy or looking for like something that's that's different, I'm I'm happy to connect uh, um, people together. So Thank I mean, you. how yeah, would I be able to you? Uh, you just email me from the on the um, from through the uh, membership email. 
Um, okay. You get all the emails that come. So just you could reply to one of those if you get if you're stuck on something. But um, I'm happy to just point you in the right direction. I'll, we have we have a ton of like um, video training materials, too, that that'll help you. But nothing beats relationships with people who are already doing it. Right. Um, yeah that's that's really gonna take you you know to the next level is um and, and you know the realtor that you have actually sounds like they're on the right track and kind of yeah. knowing that you you're not going to be able to buy it off the mls and flip it in the same way so um i think that's good and um just you know keeping in in this direction learning and connecting i think you're you know you're, you'll get there it's going to take you some time but you'll get there for sure Thanks, Quentin. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Any other questions or anything else that I can help you with? Well, thank you for taking the time to making this call. It's a, it's a, it really helps somebody who's starting out new and in this wild, wild west or what it seems like. So I, I appreciate your time. <laughs> no problem. And you know what? I, 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 like uh, I was there, you know, I was in the classroom uh, and I know how you feel. And, and making a change is really hard when you have like the pension and the holidays and all of that but I've got to tell you having done it and made the change and you know I was on the sunshine list and all of that stuff mm -hmm. it makes a big like I am so much more happy what I'm doing now and you know yeah. I wish I had done it sooner but uh, you know I think for everybody there's there's a time and you know you'll find your time to just uh, just keep at it and and, and uh, I'm sure you'll be able to do it. Thanks, Quentin. That's so encouraging. I really appreciate that. Oh, no problem. Thanks for listening to my conversation with our member. I hope you got some valuable information out of it. If you would like to create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing, make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. Until next time, I'm Quentin D'Souza. Get out there and take action. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for information purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to GetRealWealthy.com.